Merry Christmas. And peace on earth. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Some Assembly Required. You found our Waynefleet BIC weekly podcast and we're glad that you've joined us today. My name is Julie Adams and I am your host and I am joined by Pastor Renee. Welcome, Pastor Renee. Hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We are working our way toward Christmas. One day at a time, Mm -hmm. one week at a time. (laughs) So we've already been through love, hope and joy and this week you brought us a message on peace you bet the best the best and last advent (laughs) save the best for last is that it (laughs) so can you recap what we talked about yesterday you bet well in talking about peace certainly a topic that i think a lot about um, i started in the prophecies uh, in isaiah um, when god uh, Isaiah prophesies to the Israelite people who is coming and what he is going to be like. And so Isaiah um, 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love those descriptions of, of um, Jesus. We, you know, when you think of baby and babies, we often don't think of the word peace. No. Um, <laughs> just in the moments they're sleeping. But um, this beautiful picture of who Jesus is going to be, what he's going to be like, um, and the mass, this is big description, mm-hmm. um, Prince of Peace. And I love that um, God sends the Prince of Peace into the world. He sends us a baby, he sends us Jesus, and he is bringing peace with him. He will establish peace. And not um, peace like the, the Israelites at the time were hoping for political mm-hmm. peace, um, but that uh, he would establish peace in our hearts um, and uh, he would allow us to experience peace because of his presence with us. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we talked about Jesus' birth Um, there's three stories that we kind of visit quickly um, where the Prince of Peace brings peace in the midst of unpeaceful circumstances or unpeaceful Mm -hmm. situations. And so we've talked about Mary and Joseph both being um, visited by an angel and each time hearing the words, don't be afraid. (laughs) I was going to say, it doesn't sound very peaceful to me to be... (laughs) To have, so I, I have a, I may have told you this story, but having an unexpected visitor is, mm, yeah. so what happened to me the other day was I was, I was expecting my mother-in-law to come yeah. over and babysit mm-hmm. and um, I was taking out a bag of garbage mm-hmm. and she had come in through the garage and I, I didn't hear her knock because it was mm-hmm. noisy in my house at yeah. the time <laughs> and I opened the door and there she was and let me tell you, I was pretty afraid because I wasn't expecting right. <laughs> her to be there so mm-hmm. I can <laughs> relate to, an, exactly. to you know maybe a shock the, right? the, the shock, shock of surprise. seeing <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> and, for, and for Mary and Joseph the the shock of the news they were hearing the surprise of the news um, for Mary you know you're you're gonna give birth to a, a son and it's gonna this is gonna be Jesus and mm-hmm. and um, you're gonna conceive by the Holy Spirit like these are not typical messages they're shocking and surprising messages and and um, and peace in the midst of that chaos in the midst of the fears that might have popped up for Joseph obviously right away he's like 
I can't like I'm gonna have to divorce Mary quietly I can't I can't take her on as, mm-hmm. as my wife now she, she's expecting a child and just the, the message of peace and even to the shepherds who are out in the field they're just doing their doing their job doing what they're supposed to be doing and they get visited by angels and again they and they start do not be afraid <laughs> like like don't panic I, I know this is really weird and this is this is chaotic and you you feel afraid and I love what I love about all three of those situations is the peace comes into their situation. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have to change their situation to find peace, and um, that I think, for me, as you know, as you look through the Christmas story, there's so many. Um, we we make it so beautiful when we look at the picture of the nativity and everyone's just standing there perfectly, and the animals are just standing there perfectly, as if that would ever happen <laughs> in a stable. But God can bring peace in the midst of our current circumstances, and, mm-hmm. and I just love that we can draw those. Um, see the draw those pieces out of the out of the Christmas story, and then we ended um, the, with um, talking about Jesus being born to reconcile us to God, and what does it mean um, to have peace with God, peace in our souls, um, with God, and to be in a personal relationship with Jesus. And so, yeah, peace has I mean so many so many connections. When I think of Christmas this year and not gathering with big groups of family, oh, I know I'm. Uh... I'm, I'm mourning the loss of some of those bigger yes. gatherings as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's this funny tension, right? I feel the tension of it's going to be less busy and more peaceful, which is good. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the missing, the tension of not um, being together. And so I, I feel, you know, at the same time as I can say, oh my goodness, I'm looking forward to a more peaceful time. I feel guilty. Yes. I feel a little bit bad <laughs> about saying that. But finding peace in the midst of our chaos in the midst of, of circumstances I think is just so valuable and so important and I think Jesus wants us to learn that lesson and we can see it all through the Christmas story I just think it's so valuable for us mm-hmm. definitely what a what a gift um, hmm. what a gift at yeah. Christmas time yeah mm-hmm. that peace and I think we've made it so crazy <laughs> in our efforts and attempts to be together and do every single thing mm-hmm. we have created a fairly unpeace filled christmas season i would agree um, mm-hmm. and this year as i mean i was talking to someone just last sunday and they said um they kind of were getting excited and and their face was lighting up and and she was saying usually we go from this house to this house to this house all on christmas day but this year we're just staying home and it's just our family. Mm-hmm. And she said it, and it was like oh, her shoulders dropped. <laughs> you know, like, oh my word, this is going to be so wonderful and peaceful. And then, you know, a split second later, it's like, but I, but I feel guilty yes. saying that and being excited. So, I, you know, I don't think we should be carrying long-term guilt. There's lots of things we could say about that scripturally and biblically. But I think to focus on... Um, peace in the midst of our circumstances. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. everything's going to get perfect. Um, you know, Jesus' uh, birth was in a in a stable. There were animals around. There were um, people around. Uh, Mary was not with her mother. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all of these different things. There would have been other people around, certainly, of course. But um, Jesus brought her. There's still peace in the midst of a circumstance that could be humanly, as I think about it really chaotic and really fearful and but but that's the beauty of you know today Jesus meeting us in our current circumstances Mm -hmm. and I think with COVID there's so much extra 
swirling fears and Absolutely. chaos and, mm-hmm. and arguments uh, between family members. We should mm-hmm. get together. No, we should not get together. And just so much uh, frustration, tension. None of those words define peace. No, definitely not. <laughs> and uh, so I think trying to find and ask God to, to show us his peace in the midst of our everyday circumstances. Mm-hmm. A valuable way to sort of come up uh, to Christmas at the, at the close of the service with the questions, you know, one of the questions I asked was, what kind of, st- what steps are you taking? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. What, any, uh, any tips on that? <laughs> any, what steps could we take? Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in no way an expert. Um, and I think um, some of the steps are just, not doing every single thing you might have thought you should do, um, taking an evening that you first planned for this, this, and this, and all these errands and running around, can you just take an evening to be quiet as a family and, and just play some games together or uh, watch a movie? I don't know, I, whatever, you know, what kinds of things bring you peace? Maybe it's just reading quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, early in the mornings, I love coming out of my room and I turn the Christmas tree lights on and no other lights. But I love just sitting there. Mm-hmm. There's something so peaceful about that time. And it's peaceful because nobody else is awake, obviously, <laughs> so it's quiet. I mean, my house can be fairly noisy even with uh, teenagers and not toddlers. But, um, you know, just that quiet, peaceful time to just reflect and listen. I have been finding, sometimes I want to read mm-hmm. um, in my devotional time in the mornings, but lately I've just been listening to other people. And there's just something... You know, intentionally, 5, 10, 15 minutes, it doesn't have to be something fancy or long or grandiose, but just some time for peace and, or reading an Advent devotional with your whole family, mm-hmm. lighting a candle and sort of just thinking for a minute. And sometimes it's like five seconds after we're done that reading that Advent devotional, it's like, okay, let's go. Oh, You're yeah. doing dishes, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But just taking the moment mm-hmm. um, when you can. And I think trying to be... Um, intentional and thinking about it Mm -hmm. like not just letting the week go crazy by but just thinking okay where's the one time this week our family will be able to have dinner together or be able to read something after dinner or you know have some a little bit of a devotional time or or is there a time for breakfast that we can read Mm -hmm. you know the Christmas story like just trying to find and just start with one thing sounds like something we have to be intentional about um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of passive about and like just letting it happen oh peace will come to me peace will arrive sometime and I'll know it when I see it it's almost having to make space to have peace in your life yeah because I think often we get so busy we wouldn't even it's like it's trying to come and we can't even notice it because we yes we're just not we're just in this sort of frenzy busyness of swirling of things that have to happen and can't see the forest through the trees kind (laughs) of thing right exactly yeah Mm -hmm. no I think that's a I think that's a good analogy peace is um you know, in, in terms of chaos, the opposite of having a peaceful time is sometimes just sitting still for five minutes, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes I have to ask God to help me look for peace. Yes. Because um, I can get so caught up in my thoughts and just the swirls of craziness in my little brain. I can't even, you know, and so I have to ask Jesus, like, just I just need five minutes of peace. Like, can you help me focus on you in a different way? Or mm-hmm. can you help me find that? And um, I cannot do that on my own, you know, because I, I think I can do lots of things on my own, but I just can't. I just need him uh, to bring that peace. And mm-hmm. then thinking about what does it mean to be reconciled to God? Mm-hmm. That's another good 
That is a good question. Mm-hmm. Like to, to be in a restored relationship. I mean, Jesus was born. Um, he lived on the earth and, and showed us his example of how to bring his kingdom down on earth and, and how to live and be, um, be like him. But then, you know, what does that mean? He's not on the earth today living like he was then. What does it mean to be in a restored relationship with God? And, mm-hmm. and um, when Jesus died, um, created uh, the new covenant, the, not the old covenant, where a priest would have to speak on your behalf mm-hmm. or you'd have to sacrifice an animal. Um, but now we can just be in a relationship with God on our own. And that personal uh, relationship is just the, the most beautiful the mm-hmm. most beautiful thing and that came from christmas you know we celebrate that part at easter we've got these different pieces to the narrative but it starts with jesus being born with him giving up his divineness in heaven to come down and be a human baby and stub his toe and mm-hmm. get hurt and uh well even the <laughs> like birth isn't risk-free either no. like just to especially in you know maybe those times mm-hmm. the, the medical mm-hmm. care and the um hygiene and things we have now you know yeah Yeah, it's amazing to think of God's plan coming through an infant just a helpless infant um being born in a and laying in a a feed trough it feels like kind of a crazy plan too like Mm -hmm. just one of those you know it's just so Mm -hmm. crazy it might work kind of (laughs) it's just so crazy that's the only reason it did work right God's plan yeah yeah and and this was his plan and he did it for so many reasons I mean I was just reading about the shepherds again this week shepherds were like lowest of the low mm-hmm. nobody listened to them they couldn't even testify in court because oh. they didn't even have standing um and jesus is revealed like his birth is revealed to them first yeah of all the people to pick you know not fancy or important people or people who were religious or whatever well and you know pastor pat said a couple weeks ago that jesus jesus target or his bullseye was outside of mm outside of the norm outside yeah, of where absolutely. where one might think it should be yeah yeah and it, it makes a relationship with jesus accessible to everyone mm-hmm. you know it's not just for whatever fancy people or people who are really smart or people who know what to say um that we can be reconciled to god we can have that own personal relationship because jesus was born in the way he did and uh, i mean obviously god, god planned it all he's <laughs> infinitely smarter and wiser than all of us but mm-hmm, for um, sure to find peace in that story and to find peace in our relationship with him is just, yeah, that's the gift of Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. That's a, that's a good word. Renee. <laughs> Any other closing thoughts for us? Hmm. Look for ways between, uh, if, if you're alone listening today or with a family member, look, look for ways to seek peace mm-hmm. and be peace for other people in the world who oh, need it. Oh, amen. Mm-hmm. That's that's also so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That was a great discussion today. And um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Renee, you're welcome to email her at renee at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with podcast ideas or suggestions, you can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. So from all of us here at Waynefleet, we would love to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to all of our families. Yes. Listening. Mm-hmm. We hope you have a peace-filled week, mm-hmm. and um, we will see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.